Hello everyone, welcome back to Apollo Art Analysis. Today we're going to be looking at a piece by Ryan Hawthorne. He just made waves with his new 404 collection and he just got released into a new gallery as well. So there's a ton happening with Hawthorne and we're going to take a closer look at one of his pieces today. So this piece is entitled Cross Chain, of course, by Ryan Hawthorne. And this really follows the series of kind of this, this digitized glitch art, this, this kind of shattered effect that we're seeing on a lot of different pieces within the 404 collection. I keep wanting to call it 404, but formally it is known as the 404 collection. It can be found on the Ethereum blockchain, and it can be found on OpenSea most specifically. So let's jump right into it. So in our initial introduction, we're met with a lot of visual energy. That is, of course, achieved by this kind of strange, torn, or shattered glass effect here. And that is such a stunning texture there. So the first thing I notice is that we see the canvas is split into six main regions. We have one, two, three, four, five, six. So these... This is, of course, achieved by this kind of star-esque form of this. It's, it's hard exactly what to tell this, but we'll call it our subject here in the center spatial composition. So that gives this, this unique sense of harmony, even though it's so chaotic, right? Even though it's extremely chaotic and there's even this kind of optical illusion happening, we're simultaneously still given just at least a hint of order because we see about six individual and very close in size regions. So those are important to note as well. So as I mentioned before, the texture here is really, really interesting. This is really common with glitch art. So you see this kind of shattered glass effect or of course the glitch. Glitch art originated as kind of seeing a malfunction in a screen or any type of electronic device and then manually recreating that. So whenever we first see glitch art in some type, some type of uh, hardware malfunction. Of course, our heart starts beating fast. We're like, oh no, our, our machine broke. And from that kind of chaotic, unsettling feeling, glitch art was born out of a desire to control that and kind of recreate that within a, a controlled medium. Because artists, at the end of the day, are really just masters of controlling chaos into kind of an ordered form. So I think that's really important to note whenever we're taking a look at, say, glitch art, as well as the texture achieved by the influence of glitch art here in the spatial composition. So we have a really unique perspective here, and I, I drift towards optical illusion because let's say, let's say for here, for example, you have this kind of defined form going down, right? But up here, you have what feels like an optical illusion, you know, it, it once it goes across here, we're kind of met with this with this closer facing, but then this one is is aimed away. So it really, really gives this unique sense of optical illusion that I don't think many people notice at first, but after a while, when you really try to look at this piece, it's quite clear that it's kind of playing some some games with your brain and, and there's some incredible tricks going on here. So I think that gives the piece a lot of a lot of nuance, it gives it a lot of depth, it gives it a lot of character as well. And then that, that of course combines with the glitch art kind of torn texture style to just create such a memorable piece as we see here. So as I said before, we have this you know strange perspective here. It feels like we're looking on it head on, but it also feels like we're looking on it from the side of both left and right above. So that reminds me of cubism in a really interesting way. I've seen more and more 
influences or kind of archaic revivals of cubism within the glitch art medium and of course surrealism in general surrealism actually i, I kind of wanted to talk about this area it feels it almost feels like some type of digital world or some type of kind of <laughs> I, I stray to say metaverse but it really feels like that because it feels like some type of uh, spiritual realm you know where where light and color just blend naturally and things don't follow any set perspective they kind of morph into these incredibly complex geometric shapes so i think that's really important to note whenever we take a look at this piece so of course this crystalline or crystalline type of type of texture it refracts and reflects and it hosts light stunningly so you see that kind of crystal glow all across every pixel of the spatial composition here. You also seeing that giving that that striking red and that striking orange that is almost reminiscent of fire in an interesting way as well. So a ton of different colors here. You know, of course, the main ones that we are drawn to is this red orange, but there's also some really nice blues, some really nice greens as well, and even some kind of light and more rare accents of yellow there in the spatial composition as well. And of course, that is set by the foundation of this, this kind of crystal white color, which sets that, that six main star in the center spatial composition. So those all give the piece a really, really interesting visual experience. And I think that's important to note whenever taking a look at this. So the title of this piece is Cross Chain. And whenever I first saw this, I instantly thought of how artists are not limited to any one place to post. They could post on Web 2.0 platforms such as Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, etc. But they could also post on things like the Tezos blockchain or they could post on the Ethereum blockchain or Solana. And they are really not tied down by any centralized institution. So I think that is an, an incredible amount of power for the individual artists. Because just think about that. If you're not bound by any centralized platform or any centralized type of, type of area or company, then you can really distribute your art anywhere. You can distribute your art anywhere, and you never know where you're gonna, f when you're, whenever you're gonna find your next viewer, your next fan, or hopefully your next buyer. So I think that's really important to note. Artists are not limited to posting on any singular platform, and as an artist or any creative type in general, you can really take advantage of that current scene to just post almost on every single platform because you never know where you're gonna find your next fan artist, you know, collaborator, or of course, buyer as well. So we're going to take a closer look at Ryan Hawthorne's profile. As I said before, he's recently started doing some moves on this gallery. And you see it right here, Sotheby's. Incredibly, incredibly historic. This man's making Sotheby's. I, I'm incredibly proud of Hawthorne. It's incredible. I've been watching him for almost a year, maybe even a little over a year now. But his, his art is just absolutely incredible. So you'll see that it's curated by Tongue for Sotheby's. And we have top digital artists such as David Aru, Raul Marx, and the works of the Chinese contemporary artist Jiali Studio. So I'm really excited to see what happens here. This was just released a day ago, so... It's still yet to see exactly how this is going to play out, but I'm incredibly excited. Of course, you can see some other variations of the 404 project here. We see that everywhere here. We see that here. And this style has actually been going back for a really, really long time. He's been posting these for quite a while. 
So it's quite, it's quite obvious he's been kind of sitting on this, sitting on this type of uh, glitch art style, and he just wants to share that with the world. And we're incredibly best blessed by that opportunity. Like just look at this piece, the the complex geometry, this kind of two dimensional, three dimensional illusion, the amount of light within the piece. It feels like the screen is shattering, but it's kind of shattering to the tune of some type of higher spiritual order. So it's absolutely incredible, and I just love that piece. So one of the first uh, pieces we ever showcased from him was from his his his. Uh, let's see, what is that collection called? So he he essentially took classical statues, made low poly renderings, and then put them into a into kind of a set environment and made this really futuristic feel on it. So he, he's doing incredible, incredible things. And of course, we see this as a, a clear deviation from his traditional style. But overall, this man is mastering the sci-fi realm. He has just incredible, incredible, incredible pieces. You'll see here, this is the piece that we actually just recently showcased. I believe it was about two weeks ago. This was a really interesting piece. It was a really fun study. And this man just keeps keeps outdoing himself. It's he makes massive waves. You know, you see these traditional artists that got into NFTs, and whenever they got into NFTs, nothing changed. It was business as usual. They just simply started minting their art. And we see, in my personal opinion, the ones that are most successful are the the artists where you see nothing has changed from their original posting all the way to the creation and discovery of NFTs. So that's really important to note. Ryan Hawthorne is staying true to his passion. It's quite clear. He has a clear, clear passion for this. And he's pioneering some amazing new movements within glitch art, within science fiction, and within uh, three-dimensional art and rendering art as a whole. So I hope you guys enjoyed this piece. I really wanted to share it. Take a. It was really hard for me to put this into words, but after about a week or so, I was able to slowly you know, get our notes and... Hopefully we are able to break that down today and cover everything that I wanted to. You know, a really crystalline piece, a kind of a piece that takes that that shattered glass effect but uses it to the highest order possible and uses that to create such a memorable visual experience. Absolutely incredible. Part of this feels divine and it's even it feels like we're in some type of some type of fractal space that that transcends physical reality. So it's absolutely incredible. Love Hawthorne's art. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys learned some lessons. Go check out some of his other pieces. Most importantly, go check out his 404 collection. I will have the OpenSea link down below to check out his collection and see what you guys want to support him. And keep looking at Hawthorne because he'll be making a lot more waves to come. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you on the next Apollo Art Analysis. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to support our work directly, please check out our Apollo community tokens. Apollo Art Exchange is an ecosystem of art appreciation which elevates artists each and every day. Thanks for listening.